Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. This week, we cross into the no-fly zone with John Moore's 2001 war film, Behind Enemy Lines. Mike B. and Mike A. are unfortunately both on vacation this week, so me and Nate will try to tackle this one solo. So, as always, I'm joined by Nate. I'm going to film for both of them. Oh, the Enfield was married during this time, and hey, you know, I got, you know, we want to talk about this movie, you know. Just, you know, there we go. All right. They're here. In spirit. <laughs> so. <laughs> William. As I literally have, I, I tell you a joke, and I'm eat, I'm about to, like, stuff some my face with something. Okay. What do I think? Yes. It's rubbing off of me. Um, well, so I think I'm the one who came up with the suggestion for, for this suggestion from last week. And yes, you were, it's funny, you know, going into this after, oh God, 10 to 15 years of not actually sitting down and watching it. Um, I had completely forgotten bits of this movie. And I think a lot of that has to do with seeing it on TNT so many times and missing the whole entire first <laughs> half hour of the film that I don't have any recollection Dude. of the whole flat first half hour. <laughs> so, like, I, I'll preface with this. You know, a lot yeah. of people might be like, ew, behind enemy lines. Like, and that's how I thought about this. But it is a war film. You know, it's, it's based on a true story about a guy that was shot down um, over Bosnia in 95. And um, in, it's, a, in a true conflict. Yeah. In a true conflict. Yeah. So, you know, it is a war film. Um, and I also was like, ugh, fucking I've seen that so many times between 2005 and 2010 on TNT that like mm-hmm. I, I don't ever want to see it again. Um, but it had been a good at least 10 years since I'd seen it. And the, when the movie started, I was like, what the fuck is this? Because however, I remember it started with the, the plane getting shot down. You know, that's how I always remember it. Same. Flying over Bosnia. Yeah, it's always always like like, the whole beginning, like the whole character development. Like I had no recollection. I no remembrance of the football and Wilson. Now, I know that doesn't mean that 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 doesn't mean that I want the football in it. (laughs) You know, that was stupid. But I thought that was very interesting. And this is also cool, too, is I was watching. it. I was like, when did this fucking come out? And I looked it up. It came out just after 9-11 in November of 2001. Really? Which is yeah, it was November thirtieth. I, I knew it was, was two thousand one, but I didn't. I didn't know when. I mean, I thought yeah. it was before. And it's funny. There's a lot of war things or war, you know, movies and TV shows that came out around that time because Band of Brothers w- was released in August, September, and October of one, and it got really bad reviews because of what was happening with global war and terror and everything. So it's very interesting to see like this movie comes out basically around the time of Tora Bora. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you have American pilots that can, are getting shot down. Like, can, there's can a famous, I, can, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'll go say ahead. there's a one famous story of uh, there's a one guy in Afghanistan, like right around this movie came out, fucking he did a bunch of extra passes on uh, these tallies and fucking he ran out of gas and had to land his F-16 on a fucking like Afghanistan rural highway. And all they had was an M9 to defend it. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> they, 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 you know, picked him up and they recovered the aircraft and stuff. But uh, fucking... That was that's the shit that was happening is this was in theaters, which is it's pretty crazy, you know, because it, it really feels like it was shot like as a, a peacetime war movie, you know, 
Like, yeah. definitely, I got the vibe. It was definitely pre-War on Terror. Yeah. But it's very interesting yeah. how it just it was released just the beginning. You know, can, and I really think that set some tone. Can for, can I know. can can I can I tell you something that I felt though with this movie that resonated with me a lot is just like Fast and Furious. Well, well, no, well. I haven't seen the original Fast and Furious in forever, but no, that's not what I was going to say. Kind of into that extent, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say these, these, these movies to you. And you tell me if you could see this in terms of cinematography and music. All I saw was matrix bad boys one and two. And, uh, Oh, there was one more, uh, Maybe born, born was two thousand and two. Oh God, when was born one? I don't know. Point is, is that for those three movies, the cinematography and the music and the textile all comes from that to me. Comes from that like early two thousands fad of like, uh, like tech music, like 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 kind of like jump cuts tech music that's why i bring up yeah. like, the fast and furious reference because like exactly because honestly the first so, fast and furious was like around that time as well yeah so yeah. it's really funny how like on here we always try to conceptualize movies and put them in their time because once you do that like especially with sergeant york you know you really have to understand the late 30s early 40s what was going on to, to know why that movie is the way it is and as i was watching this i was like motherfucker i'm doing this to a movie i watched when i was a kid because i'm like this is totally a product of its time, mm-hmm. the, you know, early aughts. Mm-hmm. And that was just like, just before nine, just before nine 11. Yeah. And it yeah. literally was like, I don't know. It was very strange. I'm in my late twenties and like, it was just very strange to, to watch this and like, be like, yeah, that that's like, you know, of the era. And I'm like, that's my childhood. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> like it's just funny to like conceptualize something and be like, yeah, that's, Oh fuck! <laughs> it is. It is. So, it's so funny just to because of going back and watching this and just hearing the music. I'm like, this yeah. is this is gold. This is uh tomorrow never like, dies. Yeah, or this like when they're and, like, oh, and, and, and like yeah. you know that kind of style yeah. of cinematography as well. Like the early, especially when they're like we're getting shot at and it's like all of a sudden all the jump cuts and like the yeah. quick, you know yeah that was um it was interesting, but it it's got that you know early. Late nineties or like oh Charlie's Angels. That's yeah. another one that's just <laughs> like this, you know? Well that's why and I said like, like Bad Boys Two or yeah. one. It's the same era. It's like that Michael Bay. I mean, although although however, there are not as many fireballs in this movie as I remembered. Um so no. that, was, that was that was interesting. And the gun pl- for the most part, the ballistics and the CG for that is actually really, really good within this movie. But we'll 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 get to that in a sec. But one one thing I, I kinda wanted to touch on was you know we this was also th- this conflict is the same conflict as um uh no man's land correct yes yep. okay so and these were came out second... around the same time too uh really i Did, hold on. i'm getting that wrong hold on i don't know you might no i you're probably right um this might actually be the same time hold on no man's land uh yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, when did two thousand one? Yeah, I'm trying to find the time of the year. Oh, we, I remember we talked about it. it was like just after. Uh, um, it was just after uh, nine eleven. I remember we talked about that. So 
almost September nineteenth, two thousand one was when it released in France. Wow. Oh well, it wouldn't release in the states, but still, it's out there. Well, in the, world. well the point is, yeah, I don't think it ever. And it's funny because, like, yeah. you know, when does history become history? Historians say twenty five years, but when do they make a movie about shit? A good five to ten years later. So, like, just in the early two thousands, we'll, 2000s, we'll, we'll be like, seeing Ukrainian stuff in the next five to ten years. I'll be seeing Ukrainian stuff next year. Actually, but, yeah, actually, know. actually, we're already seeing stuff in the next year already. There's already two movies released and uh, for next year, and they're they're ukrainian based movies but you know <laughs> shocker yeah no <laughs> whoa oh. um but yeah like it, it's just i i i i say uh, what was the point of me saying all that i lost my train of thought i'm sorry good job i know well fuck. when you find it we'll come back to it yeah, but, we'll come um, back to it. god damn it oh fuck. no it was it's just very interesting how uh you know like five years after the whole bosnian conflicts you have these movies coming out about it you know, in the early 2000s. And it's like right on the cusp of the, of, you know, the global war on terror. So it's just, you know, society reflecting what they just lived through on the cusp of something even worse. And not to, not to downplay the, the Bosnian wars. They were horrible. I have a lot of friends that were there with NATO, Germans, Americans and stuff. And it was, it was incredibly horrible and just disgusting. And it's so it overlooked because it's not taught in anything. Like I've only just learned about, this war over the last maybe five to ten years like it yeah. never and they were like oh yeah something happened in bosnia anyway and like that was how my education was like it's like yep wow interestingly right. it was like tito died and then 10 years later they all fucking murdered each other and yeah. that's still kind of true but uh um, i mean they're still on edge i mean i think it was last year they were talking well, about how tensions NATO. Were getting high. nato is still yeah. in bosnia Herzegovina. Yeah, they still have missions to stop, you know, fights in the street. And honestly, it's a really bad analogy. It might piss off people, but it's kind of similar to Belfast and their fragile peace after the Good Friday Agreement of '99. You know, it's like uh, you've warring fashions that <laughs> there was even like yeah. Other. I mean, I I mean, there was something even a few years ago about Dude, there's something now. Like every night, they have to lock up peace gates because if not, people will fucking fight. I didn't like, know that. You know, it's just, oh yeah, it's bad. It's getting worse too. But you know, we're talking twenty three years after the fact, and the same thing is happening there. You know, when is a real? It's a strange analogy, but like you know, when does someone die? It's when their memory is forgotten. You know, it's long after your actual physical death that you are not remembered anymore. You know, so same thing with a conflict like this. You know, it's like. When do when do people heal and just be able to to not remember the fact that their neighbor is a Serb, you know, or right. that your neighbor is a Protestant or something, you know, along those lines? Like, there's no set period of time. A lot of invisible things have to happen for peace to be, you know, secured for long periods of time. But uh, it's still something that you know they're figuring out in, in certain parts of the world, and, and Bosnia is definitely one of them. But one thing I didn't like was how annoying the because again it's early two thousand stuff how annoying the uh, main bad guy was. It's like oh the tracksuit was cool, but it's just like really. Oh, are you talking about? And he's uh, there from like uh, the 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 tracksuit sniper. Yeah, he, he, he's he there from the beginning wearing the sniper even, rifle. He, he wasn't even that bad. I mean, it's, I was gonna mention the bat like the 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 the, the actors well, just in this how, movie are just like powerhouses of 
action films of that era. Rolling Stone. Except, except, except I will say, it's very interesting because I think this is one of the very few roles Owen Wilson's actually playing like an action hero. And I don't think he I does think he's that miscast. bad. I don't think he does that bad, uh, personally. I think he does really bad in the beginning until he gets shot down. And that's when he really shines as an actor. Well, it's because he's not in a, he's not in a studio at that point. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think that I really don't. I really think he's not good in the beginning. Like it, and it's also well, not that, the best dialogue. Well, that well, I, that's close. what I would. That's what I was gonna say. Is I have never seen Gene Hackman sound so canned in my life. It was, it was interesting too because Gene Hackman was in Bat Twenty One. Which is about, you know, the, uh, what was it? He was a forward air, yeah, what the fuck am I saying? He was a forward air controller who was shot down over Vietnam and he was like on the run for two weeks. It was a true story. And they ended up making it into a movie in the 80s. And Gene Hackman is the pilot. Now, fucking, he was like 37,000 years older than the, like, you know, 20 year old lieutenant that got shot down in the original. <laughs> but it was just kind of funny to see Gene Hackman, like, you know, as the admiral trying to rescue this pilot. After like he played the other role a few didn't, years earlier, didn't they? Didn't they kind of reference that in those magazine magazine clippings and stuff like that on the walls? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like you know he he'd done this before, but it was just interesting. Like oh wow, you know have that in there. A, a lot of the di- also, a, a lot of the dialogue with Gene Hackman just felt very 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 forced to me. It's it reminds me of uh, Fury with Brad Pitt. It's like. You know he's he's being more tough. So than I he has I will to be. agree with you on some pivotal scenes in Fury. I do think Brad Pitt does pretty damn well on most of them. It's the way it's edited. I but but I would better. I would I would have to say I would have to say maybe the way it's. I don't know. I know what you mean. It everything it, it feels forced or it feels like there needs to be a certain emotion coming with the line, but it's not coming out. Each line and you're to. sucking a golf ball through a garden hose. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. It's pushed, it's, it's like... forced, it's delivered. <laughs> yeah. I You're to... in the Navy. I have to be gruff. Yeah, no, I got your point. But, like, yeah, it, it's, it's, a lot of stuff with Gene Hackman just felt very canned. But, you know, it's funny, going into this movie, again, remembering what it was on TNT over and over and over and over again, watching him play hopscotch going down the road, jumping mine lines you know it's like i, I oh the mine lane yeah the fucking minefield scene. okay wait, that was wait which one the two things, there's like three of them the two things i really didn't like in this movie were the um the fucking minefield where it's all laced together like okay yeah the was, hot the, the hopscotch hop, yeah the hopscotch, hopscotch lane yeah that's what i always yeah. call it is hopscotch and lane then, yeah yeah hopscotch and then the ending it yes. Like, okay. I'm glad yeah. you said that because I was about to say that. Um, I was f- remembering. I thought I was misremembering this movie uh, <laughs> until I got to the end, and then I went. That's why I don't uh, like. I this literally movie. I wrote my notes like <laughs> not that. I said uh, not that bad as I thought. Killed by TNT, and then the ending came on, and then I wrote the ending is so stupid. Are you <laughs> are you talking about the uh, the baseball sliding into third base with? With with pistols shooting into the people, yes, and then yeah. and then running and one hand grabbing the the, the guy in the line so and that pull like up. Yeah. you know he he gets the uh, sniper in the open shoot him. Uh, the Brian edit, um, it has you know 
him getting the digital disc out of the, uh, you know, fucking his seat. And then the plane showing up and then getting shot at by Serbians. The tracksuit guy just like stepped on a mine. We don't need to see what happens to him. But that that whole firefight. Oh, you mean stupid. stabbing him in the chest with a with a flare? Yeah. 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 No, I again. <laughs> again, if you took the whole crescendo out, um, it'd be fine. I actually don't mind the tracksuit sniper guy constantly hunting him. I I, I don't mind it. it. I know what it, it's trying that, to do. Do I know it's cliche it's like, as hell? Do I also do I also laugh when he's like going through the dam and knocking through all the styrofoam uh barriers oh my that are on there yeah. but in real life he would break his ass break your tailbone yeah break your ass and like fly over it and just start one tumbling thing I, over that also i noticed was like the way that the cinematography shots were set it was like wherever they ended up they were in the middle of everything it was way well too planned it's like here he is sitting on a giant concrete ramp why would you sit on a giant concrete ramp? Have you ever sat in a giant concrete ramp? No. The reason you sit on a giant concrete ramp is because your cinematographer told you to because he wants to have really cool scenery. He wants you to sniper. blast your ass through a bunch of concrete barriers. Yeah, like, yeah. why does the Mitsubishi SUV pull up in the center of a ring of, of T-72s? Perfectly laid out. Because like, he's the bad know, guy. He's got to be there. Because he's the bad guy. Again, remember what we said before. It's the early 2000s. Oh yeah, no, yeah. exactly. It's it's <laughs> just like you said, day after tomorrow and everything, you know, like or not. And then and then the and then the uh, navy tomorrow the navy, never dies. The navy theme song as he akimbo's himself way through. Like okay, so 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 like my one of my things that made me laugh, and I was like, okay, that's why this movie is up and down for me. It was like, man, this is actually pretty good. I like the the looks. I like the feel of it. I rem- don't remember it being this way, um, and you know, he screams no when he. You know, his partner gets um his co-pilot gets shot in the head and then you know the guy's like oh he's up there and his response <laughs> to that to his no well i don't mind that his response is then to take double pistols akimbo style and shoot into the mountain like what are you <laughs> i'm just gonna say like, this this is before call of duty no i know One. i know no no I know no, no, no but like but like what's yeah. crazy is that like this is so early on like i i don't even know akimbo like besides matrix where did akimbo come from the matrix it's not in terminator the or... matrix and that well that was the one thing i was going to say yeah. this is after so 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 i know i'm going all over the place but this is this is after this has to be oh god when was when was the first matrix released 2001 98 no i thought no, it was late 99 maybe i don't know hold on matrix 1 99 yeah okay so yeah they have influence from matrix so so Slow motion is in this film. It's fake slow motion, by the way, um, which is very interesting and cool. Um, Just while we're here. Yeah. Yeah. The whole fucking hopscotch scene where like the explosion from a 75 feet away is enough to like slowly, you know, push the fucking Serb like through the cyberspace. But it doesn't affect Owen Wilson's blonde fucking locks. (laughs) He's fine. (laughs) He's the same distance away from the mines. Yes. And like, yes. oh my god! It's and I will say this while we're here too. I yeah. one slow motion shot, or not slow motion shot, but the, one of my favorite shots from the whole fucking thing was when they have the evergreen, like, and they have the whole. They're trying to evade the Sam, and all the snow gets thrown off the trees. So, and snaps back. so, so I, mean, I that's pretty cool. So, so I have a question for you. How do you think that was filmed? I actually have no idea. They are. I can tell just from watching it and knowing the the, the era. They so miniatures, is, or yep. 
So this Interesting. is so that whole flying scene is miniatures. Wow. To an extent. Now there are there is real there are real I did jet see... shots, but yeah. But there are essences of filming down like the wing of the plane or like having that fixed cockpit look of the side of the plane. Those are all miniatures. And that background is a snowy miniature landscape. And when they did that jet pass with the missile, those are miniature trees of snow that have are probably matted, meaning that they are they have a blue screen behind them. And then they filmed CG um, plane go by and the missile, the particles, and they had and then they did their they did the miniatures and practical, and it works because it's scaled you know and you have so therefore you're not having cg snow because even now 20 uh one years later um anything with particles is very can anything with particles we're doing a fantastic job in cg but you can still tell when something doesn't act right something that you see maybe a lot more and that would be like snow or smoke or uh, you know things of that nature, things that you you can t- your brain can tell when it's off because it's not acting naturally, and so that stuff is super catchy for the eye, and that's why people still go back to practical because you can have a a, a miniature tree with miniature snow. The miniature snow s- snow will fall close enough to real life scaled snow. So it's very interesting to see how they were con- combining that all together. And unfortunately, I'm a nerd and I study this, so it's like I can just see it off my eye. So <laughs> well, there's nothing like real, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like uh, to quote Lord of the Ring, uh, to give reference to Lord of the Rings. Um, <clears throat> um, that's why it's practical is always better for me because Lord of the Rings did so much practical, but when they did CG, it was good CG. And um, there were some bad CG in this movie. Not a ton, excuse me, not a ton. Like when the when one of the missiles blows up on the fucking fire. Well, when the well, well, when they drop the fuel silages, that's all miniatures. Yep, um, I can tell one stuck in the snow. Yeah, so yeah. Um, and and then the the explosions definitely CG. Um, and then the that wasn't. I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, it was when the cockpit lands on the ice. That was. I was like, ooh, that's that is dated CG. Um, yeah right you but know. um but yeah no it it all in all it was okay now uh the gunplay and the and the gun mechanics and like tracers and impacts they did pretty damn well for the most part to me um until you get to the end scene <laughs> to me so you know <laughs> Not one single round hits those helicopters. Yeah, okay. When's the last Gene time Hackman, Gene, Gene Hack, Hackman doesn't become Swiss cheese flying a fucking helicopter that low to the ground. <laughs> this guy's fucking unloading him. You know, the BPM, The real reason that he lost B- his command is because he blew a bunch of Serbs away with a fucking minigun. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's another conversation. But, or, you know, the BPM didn't just blow him out of the sky. <laughs> so it was, you know, it's 20 years is a long time. And it's it was interesting to see what's happened since then, you know. Um, so like we were talking about, this movie came out, you know, all this stuff was happening in Afghanistan. Um, well, something that I thought a lot about as I was watching this movie um, was MH17. And I forget if I'm getting that right, but Malaysian Airlines flight that was shot down over Ukraine and all the mistakes uh, that occurred. No, I think it was 2014 or 2015. Yeah, um, that would have been the f- but, first Ukrainian conflict. Yeah. 
Yes, and like I thought, I I thought about that a lot. Um, it took all this. my effort not to say the Malaysia Prime Minister. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Zoolander is of this time too, and it actually it, is. it does have a lot of influence. There are a lot does. of similarities. It you know? does. It's funny you bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> haven't seen Zoolander. Stop watching this and watch it right now for a good laugh. But um, um you know, like, and you have the wow factor. Wow, wow, uh, wow. But like you know. It was interesting to to see how they were like we have to kill all the survivors and like you know we have to watch do the this first Zoolander not like, the second Zoolander and yes, yes. The Zoolander first one did come out at the same time. Yep, but it's just interesting how like you know um, just, just comparing and contrasting those two things. You know, it's like wow, here's a real here's a very similar real world event where like somebody fucked up and shot down a plane in a no fly zone by accident or not not by accident. You know, but like it's. I think they attended. Very... I think they attended to shoot it down, but not realizing it was a commercial jetliner might be the what they were. Uh, yeah, I won't get into minutia. It's horrible what happened, but it's basically the same thing. You know, it's like a plane flies into a no-fly zone and a militant group shoots it down, and then you know the only difference is that you know, one there was no survivors and the other one there was. The other thing I thought was interesting too is how they showed the missiles, because like you know you, you expect a missile to like hit the target and explode like you know an old school like 60s surface air missile but no the ones today the more modern ones the sams are pretty insane like how it shot all those fucking rounds into the actual yeah it's basically like a close anti-aircraft weapon you know like it just gets in so close where it can't miss and it fires a bunch of projectiles into the plane i mean it's kind of like grape shotting a a plane up close you know literally yeah Yeah. you know because and it was interesting too, like when the first passed the missile and it just um, grazed them, how like, you know, it took part of the rudder off. And it's like, yeah, those control surfaces are really weak. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. amazing. They're, you saw what the, the, he put that fucking plane through. You know, he really put it through the rigor to try to, you know, get away from those SAMs, but they're very fragile and it doesn't take much just to offset it a little bit and, you know, just have it really not work but yeah it was just just very interesting to um to you know just have the contrast you know it's funny eventually what you do film becomes reality yeah <laughs> if it's not reality already you know um the other thing too i thought of i guess i'll finish my thoughts is uh this reminded me a lot of a film we'll get to eventually but a film called the bridges of toko re have you seen that movie no it's a 50s movie about um, carrier pilots in the Korean War. And one of the guys is conflicted why he fights. What am I doing here? Why am I fighting? And it's really good. Uh, it's it's definitely a Cold War, like, you know, propaganda. We have to stay in the fight to kill the Reds kind of thing mm-hmm. to an extent. But it's very well done. And it's, you know, it's a lot of scenes. Like, even the plot is very similar to this. Because, like... They have something happen in the beginning and then they go talk to the general and the general reprimands them and then they have a mission. They get shot down like it was just very interesting. You know, this was made 45 years later and it's like, oh, I see a lot of similarities. But then again, there's how many carrier, you know, movies are there? I mean, there's Top Gun. People, everyone knows Top Gun today. You know, um, there's this. There's Bridges of Tokori. The, the jet like, the jet flying in this was very impressive because it was more impressive than I remember. Yeah, it was. Well, again, you know, it's it's really funny when you watch something without, like... TNT commercial break. <laughs> like, yeah, oh my god. What, you, I, what did TNT even stand for? Uh, 
Oh, well, Google. Hello, Google. I know, right? I'm going to look it up. I can only remember what it was because I never... TNT's been a part of my life or turned part of my TV life so early that like that was where you watched all your war movies or the movies that you should be kind of watching but not really watching. Like I watched um, uh, Turner Peach. Network I watched, Television. I watched, oh huh. right, I That's didn't know. What it was. So it's part of turn. Yes. It's part it's of part TCM Turner Network. Yeah, I forgot huh. about that. Yeah. TCM Cause, is amazing. Because um, uh, I that's where I I watched uh, Patriot Games on TNT. I watched uh, uh, this. I always used to watch True Lies. Yes, so did I. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's funny? That's around this time period too. But I I don't see a lot of similarities from that. The, you see, the Harrier see... scene is so good in that movie. <laughs> Wait, which one? The True Lies. True Lies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I mean I I I just have very fond memories of watching a lot of movies on TNT. Um, but I don't miss the commercials. That's for damn sure. I am so thankful that we live in the era of the fact that I can pay $4 and have behind enemy lines on my TV in 1080, like immediately. Like I was reading something today. It was interesting. And it was like, what will die with millennials? What's the one (laughs) thing that we take with us? Physical media and TV television networks. True. And so one of the things that I saw on there was, finding something that's on because now everything is always on and for those of you who are old enough to remember you know um you used to just screw around on the tv and find something to watch i'll I'll tell you something that i'll tell you something that has died with us found so many good movies like just by wandering you know at three in the morning you know yeah it's just incredible what they used to put on tv that it's not now. Do you do you want to do you want to know something that has died with us? What being able to or not or going to a movie, finding a movie on the TV channel and not being able to rewind or pause or do anything. Yeah, having to go not, having to go take a poop fast enough through the commercials and come back without missing the best yeah, part of the movie. Waiting for the commercials <laughs> to like you know get your ho hos and take a shit. Yeah, so that yeah. you have time. And or then- or it's on the repeat, or it's going to repeat in about two or three hours. So you got to make sure you're there to watch the beginning the of the movie. Yes. Yeah. So that you can match it with the ending of the movie. Like that's died with yes. us. <laughs> that, 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 yeah. that era has died with us. Um, for sure. Cause I mean, even basic TV allows you to pause and rewind and rewatch. So. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's a different world, you know, and it's um, media is just consumed in such a different way. You know, the, one of the things on there was like going to blockbuster and like, you know, getting a, a new film and an old film that both match <laughs> like you know it, it's interesting but um yeah you know a lot of things in this film were were just done at a transitional time yeah you know it's like the late 90s early 2000s like you know matrix uh bad boys a bit overblown and stuff but it was it's what got us here and that really led to like the very 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 serious films of the late aughts because as the iraq war and the afghan well this is before the iraq war but as the conflicts grew and more people in the world were sucked into it more films got a lot darker and that's what always does happen when a war occurs you know you have peacetime you have top gun or you have this or other things and then wartime you have zero dark 30 <laughs> you know you have the outpost 
you have Mosul, you have, you know, just the narrative completely changes. Um, I, I do agree with you, but I also think that that is a broader change on top of the influence of being in the war. Oh yeah. It will slow broadly change. Yeah. Know? And, and we'll see how it will change. Well, I mean, we live in a time of perpetual war with everything going on now, but you know, it'll be interesting to see if it does kind of go back to a status quo now that G Watts kind of calmed down. Um, but you know, other parts of the world are blowing up too. Right. I mean, it'll be interesting to see kind of what the next thing is and how that kind of works. I mean, I, I will say, um, uh, in terms of the actual movie, I mean, the the thing the thing that is is very cliche is, um, to me, was a lot of the things with like, um, uh, uh, like I like I said, you know, the bad boys kind of mantra, you know, bad guy, or the bad the in the the bad guy is so badass he shoots a mine with a pistol and doesn't flinch, uh. Owen Wilson's able to get out of the compound in a baklava and no one knows that, you know, it's him. You know, I always used to hate that scene, but now I was like, I knew it was about to happen. And I'm like, it's not that. I bad. didn't hate that scene until he took it off and looked at the camera and then ran away. Cause then the guy's like, look, there's the dude. <laughs> like, well, you, know. you have to, you have to make the idiots in the audience. Realize. I know. I yeah. know. There's, a, I, cinematic, funny, I was there's like, a cinematic thing. I just, I just, yeah. I always irks me. I'm like, dude, just like, do we need to know? I mean, I guess we need to know it's handbook. Do you have to like have it so he's like in the same compound with them while he does it? Why can't he like walk around the building and then take it off and then run? Like, at least do that. Like, I mean, that's such a that's that's, that's a very nitpicky thing, but uh, that's 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 how I feel about it. Enemies are nearby. Can't fast travel. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I was fine with like. Nico Belichick hunting him down on the ice. Like I have no problem with that. It's just, I just, it just turned into, uh, sliding on ice, third base sliding, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, Navy music, like the music taste reminded me of Gallipoli. So Dude, much. The, the, the music taste reminded me of my childhood. Like I remember <laughs> when, like there was music like that everywhere, like that kind of like poppy rock and everything. Yeah, on like everything. Like pre emo. Yeah. yeah, it was this very. They they had they had they had they had some had interesting music taste to it. Now the the real band music, like the real like 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 a band was playing the music. That's I I had no problem with that. It was like it felt like it was trying to be Matrix, and Bad Boys, and everything all at once shoved into one movie. Like, the director is, is interesting. This is his first real film, John Moore. He oh, hasn't really? done a lot. He's done like a handful of movies. The last one, he, the last big one he did was uh, uh, the last Die Hard movie in like 2016. Die with Avengers or something. Oh, so, that's why it felt so ear. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Oh, he did Max Payne too. That also makes but sense. But this was his first real film. And, you know, working with directors and stuff you pull a lot of stuff from other things, especially when you're starting out. What is IT? And, um, yeah, I don't know that one. That was his last film, but... Oh, it's a Pierce you know, Bronson uh, movie. Wow, Pierce Bronson is dead. Pierce Bronson is not dead. I thought he died. No, <laughs> he's very much alive. I swear to God he died. No. 
Okay, by the way, your accent's coming out a lot. Your <laughs> accent's coming out a lot. <laughs> uh, that's, that's fine. My accent's bearable. Uh, uh, fuck you. <laughs> over and over oh, oh, and over. Oh, shut. It was not that bad. I thought Pierce Bronson died. No. There was okay, somebody... you're right. It uh, is coming out pretty bad, but you shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that back. I swear to God, I thought he'd passed away. No. I was wrong. Oh my God, it is coming hard. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Uh, but no, Pierce Brosnan did ah, not die. There's somebody like, I forget. I don't even know why I brought him up at this point. I don't but, know. Uh, I went into this expecting one thing and i was really honestly shocked in a good way yeah like yeah it's got some stupid points and shit it's slow and cliche and annoying at parts but i mean it's it's slow cliche or overly done of the century but you know but but i mean you have to think of it it's like it it, I, i don't i don't know how to describe it i didn't i wasn't looking at this like I look at Hyena, Hyena Road and going, why the hell did you do this? Why is this like this? Why is it? Why would you do it? Like, this is cliche, but it, I don't want to say it's for nostalgia purposes. I'm not shitting on it so hard. It's like, it's not the wrong choices. Like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, I didn't come out of this going, like, literally hating it. I didn't touch my phone once. I was engaged through the whole thing. I was remembering things. And... I was enjoying it. Yeah, there are parts of it where I'm like, what the what the hell am I, what, what the hell? But, like any movie, I mean, all of them have that. And But this, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. Like, I don't know how to separate from nostalgia and what is, um, what is nostalgia and what is, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, removing nostalgia from it too, which is hard to do because, We've just been talking about it for forty minutes. Yeah, but um, no, just just looking at the film objectively, it's it's not bad for what it's trying to do. It obviously is is a you know product of its time, like everything is. But it's uh, it accomplishes what it sets out to do. You know, now is the story, you know, real? No, like <laughs> it's based it's it's very loosely based off some real events. But like if you look into it, it's completely different from what happened. It's very Hollywooded up. Um, oh, you mean the guy didn't but, uh, impale the bad guy with a flash? Oh, the flash, well, flash, a flare. <laughs> there was only there was only one guy originally. It was only a pilot. It wasn't a pilot and navigator. Oh, uh, okay. And he evaded. Uh, he used his SAR training, which is uh, your uh, you know escape and evade training, survival training that they teach all pilots. Um, I had a, f- a relative of mine actually go through it at Fort Newtown Gap of all places. Oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> and when she joined the Air Force. Um, this big place a lot of reenactors used to go in Pennsylvania. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, he used it for like six days and he was able to get out. Like when the extraction force arrived, he they were on ground for six minutes. They didn't fire a shot. And not even all the Marines got into place before they got the guy back on the Seahawk and brought him home. Hmm. So completely different, you know, not any shots were fired. He still had the E&E and, you know, militias were close and stuff, but there was nothing like reconnaissance or whatever. What I thought was funny with the film, again, it's just like if the ending was as strange as they make it seem like it all happened. 
You know, they're like, he stayed in the Navy. And then, and they don't say that it's not real. Like, it's just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He didn't stay in the Navy. He left in 2001. Or he left, uh, uh, sorry, he left a little bit after that. That's right. This happened in 95, so it was years later. But the actual guy that did it left. And then it became a big conspiracy theorist. But anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> and I don't. they don't mention anything that happened about the, the actual admiral. But it was just funny to me at the end of the film. They're like, it's like the end of Top Gun. Right. <laughs> you know, they're like, and then, it, then they smash. It's like, you know, it's, uh, I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's. I, I do I do one thing I, I do remember from uh being a kid and watching this film was the whole um gravesite scene and how I did feel like and the satellites. Yeah, yeah, the technology that definitely did not exist. Um just, like in the sixties they're like re- we have to read the digital screen and it's like a projector. Right. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, like like all those character all those um the the characters on the screen are all 3d you can tell they are you know they're all moving around they're 3d models um but you know it's it's it's, it's interesting it's it's very cool <laughs> to think of them going now like, oh if is, we're hacking into the nsa satellites this isn't technically is, like you know legal is there a part of a navy ship that's controlled by the cia i mean i could see that I could. I mean, honestly, I, I my... could. I could see that. I am not knowledgeable, nor do I think any of us would be knowledgeable in that sense. But I'm sure there it is makes a point sense, of that. Yeah, but yeah. Like you know, all of my knowledge about the Navy, especially carriers, because I, I read a lot about Navy and stuff, ends in 1945. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, <laughs> same. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like like yeah, like my 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 family military history is all Navy, but it's all after 1965. So it's like, yeah. Like, so then they should know about the secret. NSA oh, sorry, sorry, room. no, no, sorry. It all ends at 1965. There we go. So they shouldn't know. They about should the not know it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like you know, it's, it's just, it's just very, very, very interesting to see where you can see Hollywood start, and where maybe some historical facts start, or at least lay the foundation. I think is what we should say. Um, yeah. But, you know, it does, again, I mean, I think all, like all movies that we have said, I think, you know, it lays the groundwork for people to understand a conflict. Yeah. Like, don't take this, don't take this as a textbook, but at least it might make you read about the Serbian-Bosnian War. What's funny, though, is that, like, you know, I'm pretty stingent. I think people will get from, you know, watching these or listening to them that I am pretty stingent with things and I I like history. But I, I feel like this movie isn't just an entry level learn about the conflict film like i i thought it was it's good enough to stand on its own yes it's a hollywooded version of a real events you know yes it's a product of its time you know fast and furious with with f-16s but um i, I i'm just very pleasantly surprised <laughs> you know like like you said i didn't look at my phone like i wasn't really pulled away it was uh it was just a good movie. I uh, yeah, I I don't you know? I, I it's funny cuz when we when I suggested it last week, everyone groaned, including myself. Uh, and I just kept going, "Wow. Wow. Wow. Wow." Yeah. yeah. And and, and, and yeah, I mean like and and I'm in this and I'm going like, "I don't hate this." 
which yeah, is, I was like, you know, which which I bet you if the other guys were here, they would they would they would hate it, you know. But I, I Michael's don't... probably yelling into his car stereo right now. Which one? You know? Oh, Mike A. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike A. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of cool guns in it too. I think we should jump over. Yeah, that. yeah. Let's let's jump into I, IMFDB. But like Please. I, and one thing I saw, I saw a lot of VZ. 58? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I never knew that before that. And uh, I always thought they all had AKs. And then, like, for almost the whole entire film, all of them had VZ 58s. Uh, oh, I think that would, that's actually wrong for the conflict. Because a, a lot of times they had M92s. Oh, really? Um, yeah. That was like, because the new Yugoslavia, I remember. So they're all M92 AKs. Wow. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So uh, I guess I guess we'll start with, you know, obviously. Handguns is you know that nine mil boom boom, yeah yeah <laughs> nice ninety two. The um I liked um the there's your there's your Kimbo fucking oh, track God. shoot yeah, right. scene yeah, um but like I, I to, to talk to talk about that scene though the something we have not talked about I did like the civilians in the back of the truck, uh, I don't know it just it felt very funny to me it very much felt like, uh, Eastern Bloc influenced by western block i liked it up till the coke placement ad oh well and yes like, yeah have a nice refreshing even that was coke. a big thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. If he, just, that he, just, like, he just you know, he just said he says that line sn- 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 ah, can't say it sips it and holds up to the camera and his teeth gleam King. you know um but yeah, no, they 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 had all the those. Marines. By the way, were pretty cool. Ironic. Yeah, was, they it, had some small scenes, but it was really cool to see Marines with not M4s. Do you remember? It reminded you know, like, me of. It reminded me of the Rock. Oh, oh, another. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you know, I have not seen that movie um, completely. I've only really? seen bits. Yeah. No, oh, it's, it's it's kind of engineered. Uh, you'll probably get me drunk one day and we'll watch it. Yes, you but, have uh, to. Well, fuck the prom queen. <laughs> I, I I know enough about it to make fun of it. Like the whole scene <laughs> with the fucking contagion, like in a lab. Right. It's eating through the suits. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so stupid. You, you're the rocket man. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Sean Connery together with Nicolas Cage. I um I there is like that whole conspiracy with that movie that it's really uh 007 uh Sean Connery's that's been locked up. Because they all say like he's an MI6 agent, he's all this other stuff and uh yeah, that's the whole like thing with that. Um, had a little bit too much fun in Sherry Oval. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. so we have the we had we I had lost the, my double O. <laughs> we had the Beretta 92. <laughs> Uh, now we got the 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 CZ seventy five B. I'm guessing it's a check gun. Obviously, um, you don't know what seventy. You don't know what CZ seventy fives are. I mean, they're, I know I of them. I just don't. They're probably one of the best pistols ever made. Oh really? It's like a, It's basically like a nine millimeter nineteen eleven. They're very economical. They're very nice. They're just beautifully designed. Yeah, they just did they just shoot like nine mil? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nine by nineteen. They're really good pistols. Hmm. But I see. I don't know anything about the uniforms. And... I know that the character on the left, uh, Misolav Lokar, he's based off of uh, the guy that was called the Lion or something. He always wore a black beret. Oh, 
Sopovich or something. Yeah, yeah they're they're heavily based off of footage from I, the war. I, and like, I like I like that actor. He he's always the bad guy. He's always like the Russian bad guy mm-hmm. or like the Serbian bad guy. I liked or... his introduction where you only see his mouth. Yeah, and it's not until and he's saying some very smart. Like he's like you can't we can't fight everybody at once. It's yeah, like, this is a smart man. Yeah, very. You know, I, I like how they set him up. I don't like how they set up the fucking you know tracksuit sniper, <laughs> where you know it's like he's wearing he's already wearing the rifle. You can see the bipod, and he he's he's on the fucking like shrivel. What was know, he? AAA. He was using like what? Like a uh, I'm sure we'll get to I'm it. Sure we'll come to it. Yeah, yeah, but I was I would expect enough like an SVD or something like that. But they wanted to give him some kind of Western sniper, obviously. CZ fifty two. Wow, those wow. things are so big. I wish I had a CZ seventy five. Oh, he yeah, had a Sig Sawyer. Really? Oh, Ugh. That explains it. Six Sawyer three thousand. So I hate. Receiver. Yeah, I don't like that. But remember, polymer was like a new thing at this point. Well, polymer three D printing and everything. Yeah. Well, like, well, I mean, polymer is also just. I mean, polymer still is a big thing, but I mean, it was just. It well, was well, just this is the this is the beginning. Yeah. Well, the real beginning was the eighties. Well, the, yeah, I was gonna everything. say the real beginning is gonna be the late seventies, early eighties. I mean, that's... but this is when it's just like you know, if you're gonna have a bad guy in a film, he's gonna have a composite gun as compared to traditional. That is metal. very true. Yes. Oh god, we got a sniper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So CZ seven hundred. You got a sniper, right? You know, look at look at look. Shoot him from a moving helicopter look, with two rounds. Look at this bush standing in the middle of a snowy field, like just like a. Okay, you are a Hollywood producer. <laughs> you have to figure out what a sniper looks like. Oh, we got well, we got to make him look like a ghillie bush. suit, a camouflage <laughs> face, and like a, a camouflage rifle. You know, like some peat moss growing off it, some shit. <laughs> now you just sit here. And we're going to f- shoot you. When we say stand up, you stand up and you get shot. Okay? <laughs> That's how it's going to go. Oh, yeah. oh, some of the low ready carries. Were yeah, the low ready carries were kind of ridiculous. I like how the sniper is front of the whole entire squad. Well, because he's got the coolest rifle. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> I did like the French um, soldiers. That's, well, you know. With the FAMAS. I know we've had a lot of American was that was it, Is that a FAMAS series. or is that P90? No, they'll tell us. That looks like a I, I had to tell the angle. But, you know, um, we've had a lot of American films on here, so we want to get back to some foreign films. And I, I don't categorize this solely as an American film because there's a lot of NATO in it. Yeah. You know, so it's a nice segue back into like some more broader conflicts. Well, one guy had a Dragonov in the back of the Love chasing him back. Dragunov. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Too bad they're like. Ten water? They're like, what, six to $10,000 now? In the States? Yeah, in the States. Yeah, because we can't import them anymore. I love one. Uh, My SVT needs its son. <laughs> MP5s. MP5s for days. Uh, I did like that. You said you said you liked that too, right? Because of... Uh, oh, yeah. It didn't have... Uh, what would you say? I did not like the one-handing the fucking MP5, though. That was, that was annoying. Well, what, you choose a Kimbo or one hand? <sighs> One hand, <laughs> I, I don't like Akimbo. It's just so I, I've seen. I like the bloodshed. I've seen. I've seen way, too many. I, I've seen too many fat reign actors running around with two forty fives. I I can't <laughs> take that anymore. 
You like the so, blood? Or who? What? Oh, from him? From his leg? Uh, the, I was going to realize that yeah. you might not know what that means, or yeah. other people might know what that means. But the, the thing that he hands the uh, Marislav, the, the big bad guy, uh-huh. um, Serbian, is called a blood chip. And they, they date back hundreds of years in the American military, in other militaries as well. But basically, it's, it's an American flag with a message on it in multiple languages. And they got very famous during the Second World War from the Flying Tigers. Because they just sewed them on the back of their jackets. Because mm-hmm. they're like, you know, we're not going to have any issues. Um, here's something funny. Make sure that when you have your blood shit on, because it says that the actual like World War II ones, they say like, if you return this this guy back to the American government, you get a reward of $10,000. Make sure that when you go to New York City and you walk through Chinatown and you bring your best friend who loves flying tiger stuff, that he's not wearing his flying tiger jacket that says that on the back. Because somebody can read that. <laughs> and that's a story for another day. Wait. But, <laughs> um, be careful where you wear your blood. But, uh, that's amazing. Was that Sean? Yeah, was, was that Sean? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rob. But long story short, um, that was really cool. I like that. And that's something you still do today. They had blood shit, you know. Yeah. So that was cool when you handed it to him. What, what is it? Um, what, really what's like what's the terminology you're using? I've never heard of the terminology. Blood C-H-I-T. Blood chit? Very, like, blood chit. Like, like, yeah. like chet? Like C-H-E-T? C-H-I-T. Oh, chit. Chit. Okay. Blood shit. Huh. It really sounds like you're saying blood shit, but, you know, we'll, 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 it, yeah, we'll no, pass that. I honestly do not know where the term comes from. Uh-huh. Um... But I know about them. So, yeah, if you look up blood shits. That's that. So, like, I, I assume that was like a, a pamphlet he was handing to him that was like, I am an American, whatever. Yeah, and it says it. If it you says give I'm it to American big. But that's that's cool that they have like a reward thing. I didn't know that. That was during the Second World War. I'm not exactly sure what it was, it was like at that today. point. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and again, it, the Flying Tigers are the ones that made it famous because they were like, I'm not going to carry this fucking handkerchief around. I'm going to sew it on my back. You know, like, <laughs> fuck it. And sometimes they would sew them on the inside of their uniforms too and stuff. And uh, they gave a lot. They gave them a lot to the guys that flew over the hump. Um, the guys that went from India to China during the war. Oh, okay. Um, on like you know, supplying all the supplies because you could get shot down or whatever. You know, right? It wasn't something you really have in Europe because it's not a lot of friendlies. You had other E and E means, but uh, yeah, the the chits come up every now and then, and it's like I said, it's still a thing today. So that was pretty cool. That is um, pretty cool. Yeah, so yeah, actual AKs. Yeah, yeah, actually AK forty sevens. You didn't see them that much. They're kind of in the background. And yeah. then what you mainly saw were the uh, AKMs <laughs> and yeah, the well, no, you must. I saw a lot of the VC fifty eights mostly. Uh, well, the well, no, no, no. I I agree with that. But the Bos the Bosnians in the back of the truck had all had AKMs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Here's your truck scene again. Yeah, I I did like. I actually, I really did like that. It was an interesting kind of take to it. Like you don't expect it. I, I liked, yep. I liked how the guy who looked like Elvis Presley was like blaring music <laughs> on the, the big, yeah, right, big dude glasses. Um, but yeah, uh, we mainly saw the VZ fifty eight. Few, almost everyone. I Great mean, rifles. I've, which is I've funny because I, I have always been perceived that they're total shit. No. I don't know who told me that, they but I they've been well, maybe maybe it's because maybe well about. I well it's probably a boomerism, but I also well, they reenact did a reenactor tell you that no no I 
I don't remember. You sure. I yes, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I think the reason why it also aesthetically looks like an AK, but it's not an AK, so you don't. It's not the AK, so you don't. So it, it's not the AK. Like that's the kind of thing I've always. I think I've had in my head, and so like. I, I think that's where that comes from. It's not the AK, so why do I care? They, they made they made their way to Vietnam. Like they were really good guns. Uh, not a lot to say about them. I mean, it's uh, they're just a little funky looking. Yeah. <laughs> One funny thing I, that I experienced with them is that when they eject the rounds, they go straight up. Like yeah, they, straight straight up up. Yeah. So if you're shooting like a lot of shooting ranges, they have little like roofs, you know, above the benches so that you don't get rained on or whatever. So if you're shooting one of those, <laughs> fucking, it's gonna rain. It's Punk. gonna rain pain. Yeah, do do do, like literally up down, up down, up down. Like it's pretty incredible. I uh, if, I, if you're shooting in a field, you, they literally probably go up 15, do, 20. Feet. Do they? Are they in the states that much? Oh, tons of them. Really? Oh, a lot of them got me in the semis. Hmm. I actually even knew a guy that carried one in Iraq. He was EUD. Oh really? <laughs> he was an officer, so he can get away with it. Oh, yeah, he okay. carried a paratrooper one. That the folding one that we just passed, it would be that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the side folder. Yeah. Um, I love me a crink in AK seventy four. <sighs> Too bad you'll never find one. I know. I had, I used to rock an airsoft one all the time. <laughs> and uh, it looks yeah, like that FAMAS was the Famas. Yeah. Okay. His twenty thousand dollars semi auto. Ugh. God. Yeah. Thanks, French, for not importing your rifles. It, again. It, it, it's funny. It's 21 years ago, so it's like, what's the standard rifle of, of Marines? No, no optics. Yeah, no optics. No foregrip. Yep. No so, no folding stocks. It's, like you know, it's, it's all. It's the AR clone that you basically the, get at the gun shop. Yep. You know, a lot of guys. <laughs> well, not even that. It's it's so that the joke for these when they're still in the military because some guys carry them in Afghanistan and Iraq in the uh-huh. very early days, especially the used Marines. to call them. Used to call them muskets. Oh, you fucking guys and your muskets because they're, they're so much bigger than an M4. Right. So it's funny, like you know, this is the last bash, like the real last fashion of the M- of the M16A2 was Mogadishu, Somalia. Yeah. You know, like uh, Gulf War, like that was the last time that you blew dudes away with a full length rifle in two two three, and now it's all you know CQB and, and smaller size. Did stuff. you notice that now we're on machine guns? Did you notice that there were nothing but M2s on these? Uh... On these, oh, yeah. on these uh, Serbian yep. like little, I love those trucks, dude. Those little tiny little UAZ three sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. Four sixty nine. I knew or 369? That, are they? I think it's three sixty nine. It says four sixty nine here. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I might I'm just be getting you it. Right. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you call it? Uh, I know somebody that was selling one of those. Years ago. Oh, really? <laughs> I love them too. They, I love. I, I love them because I love, they used them all in Daisy. I love. I love so. the little Eastern Bloc cars. I I just really like them. Like like. Uh, did you ever? Did you ever? Uh, you got to watch the documentary Cars of the People. Then. Oh really? Did you? I'll have to remember that. Did Did you ever watch uh, Top Gear's Top Gear's uh, review of all Soviet Bloc cars? We're talking about the same thing, I think. Mm, I anyway. Don't know. Anyway, they're great cars. They're the they're, they're probably it's probably my favorite Top Gear episode of that. But yeah, the Lada, the UAZs, yeah, they're, they're indestructible. And he beats it with a hammer. 
The uh, G3 miniguns. Yeah, yeah, the miniguns. Yeah, brought to you from the makers of your washing machine. Yeah. Oh. This was an interesting shot. This was the only shot that made me made me kind of like it was a like a fish-eyed angle shot, and it was the camera they probably mounted to the helicopter. And it, it was, was it, yeah, it yeah. was interesting. It's a very. Interesting I hated shot. that whole scene where he like. <laughs> oh, we're gonna go down. Fast ropes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Look again. It, the ending is. Just... It's the beast all over again. It's just yeah. yeah. Uh, he had uh, and he had some tripod mounted NSV. Yeah, yeah. And he had RPGs. That's like the, the modern Dishka. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's just in the air. Maxim, <laughs> uh, Oh, there's our RPD still left with him, and then you have the RPD right here in the front. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't see that many RPGs. That's actually something no. uh, you don't see, and that would definitely take out the helicopters really fucking fast, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, or that one close. or two rounds from any of the armored personnel carriers right. that are in support. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those BMPs have rockets that they could use to fire that are wire guided, like it's. It, Nate, the fact that he didn't have an RPG didn't mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, there were uh, some pretty cool shots on the deck of the uh, yeah. The carrier. Again, was cool. again, I was like, kind of, I had no idea about that football scene. It's so funny when when Owen Wilson's like running up the hill and everybody's shooting at him and everything I, around him is exploding. I, I actually really like. I actually really liked that shot. That was a really cool shot. I don't like how they set it up, but I no, I don't like how they set happens. up either. But I liked. I liked how they filmed it, though. You know, yeah, um, that's pretty funny. And then you have the personnel mines that are are hopscotch lane, and the dude yeah, just right. steps on it. Because I guess I guess the guy in the tracksuit didn't like the other guy, so he purposely didn't step warn him that he was that there was one in front of him, and that's why he stepped on it. Like, you know, so he kind of like fake. As far steps. as we know, he's still there. Well, no, he exploded, and we heard it. Oh. <laughs> Nate, um, it's for the children. It's for the children. But um. Yeah, I am not going to exit MFTB, the call this guys. time after getting out of it. So, <laughs> a lot of really good weapons, you know. It's, they did a good job on sourcing it. Um, the fifty is probably the only thing that was farby or not correct as far as you know the uh, the uh, militants. But I liked everything else. It was all calm black, calm block, you know, just a smattering of you know Eastern European weapons, and it was exactly what you'd you'd expect in in Bosnia. Yeah, at that time. Yeah, so. and and I mean you know it it's it 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 is just a very I would not have thought that that would be an era to make an action film movie because it is it is an action film movie in a sense you know it is very much look at our hero look at our underdog kind of go about it. But uh, it's so funny to look the reviews when I was trying to find out where to watch this, how low this movie was on certain aspects. And um, IMDb, I am, oh God, I can't say it. IMDb's rating, excuse me, is like low sixes. Yeah, like like low sixes. You know, it. There's a lot of good movies though that have a really bad imdb ratings like if you look at a lot of the, oh, the, tra films... the trailer is absolute 2000s though by the way if you oh, haven't I haven't oh, watched the trailer. oh god it's like oh, in a it. world where like it's literally like that kind of thing but um what do you call it uh i totally lost my train of thought i'm gonna look up the um, budget here real quick 40 million um 
That's what the budget was. I looked it up a while ago. And they made 90, I believe, at the box office. So they made back their money. And... I'm going to check the website that we had. Thanks for trusting me. No, I, um, I know that. I want to I want to find the domestic box office, like, gross. Domestic abuse going on right here. <laughs> Thanks for listening to You're me. You're welcome. He beats me because he loves me. Shut up and get in the um, kitchen. <laughs> um, ham or Swiss and cheese. <laughs> um, but, uh. No, it's listen oh, here, yeah. Bane. So I know what I was gonna say. So yeah, IMFTV has a lot of strange ratings for films that are really good. Like a lot of the older war films, yeah, like that I think are great. Like uh, Where Eagles There, it's got like a five. I'm like, fuck you, it's fucking <laughs> an awesome movie. Even Kelly's Heroes has like low ratings, and it's like, what the fuck? It's um oh, it's so I don't know. As of late, I've kind of like <laughs> I have not agreed with a lot of the IMFDB ratings I've found. On March on March on the last weekend it was in the box office was March 29th, 2002. It only made $759. <laughs> but but oh. but um it's opening weekend it made 18 million. Wow. Um, it said here... Well, you know what's funny? Yeah, go for as, it. As the conflict in Afghanistan got worse, it probably made less and less money. Yeah. As... Because this... When this movie was being made, it was... a war, it was, 9-11 was not a thing. Yeah. The world was, you know... For those that remember it, it was... From 1989 well, to 2001, it was beautiful. November 30th, and then... Uh, it ended its last box office weekend on March 29, two thousand two, of some form or another. Uh, which is that's pretty, another thing that will far. die with us. Yeah, four months of running time in theaters. It's long. Time. But that could I be like little. But, but that but that can also be like little little mom and pop theaters, like in the middle of fucking nowhere, Vermont. Shout out to still. Uh, shout out to the small little town of Vermont. I went to watch Beer Fest in because they didn't do carding. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, carding for beer fest. Oh yeah, dude. They were they were they did not like the fact that we uh, snuck in there under under eighteen because it was rated R. Oh yeah. oh, I see. I thought you meant for drinking. No 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 no. I got kicked out of a movie. No, you can't say you <laughs> me can't, you can't say Sean, fucking shit if you're under eighteen. No me way. And Sean got kicked out of a movie for being underage, and it was a war <laughs> film. We'll eventually do on here, and it was fucking funny. I, I'm I'm laughing so hard. Like my mother bought us tickets and like sat us down and left, and the guy was just like, "Oh, you can't be in here." We were probably 15 or 16. Um, what was uh, it? It was. Uh, it's the World War II movie with Daniel Craig. Oh, uh, uh, the trench. No. Oh wait. Oh, you said World, World War II movie. Um, Defiance. Oh really? <laughs> they threw me out of defiance. <laughs> yeah. I was 14. I was 15. Oh, you baby. I was 18. I was allowed to go into there. <laughs> yeah, you were laughing at the kids that were yeah. me and Sean being escorted <laughs> out of the theater. Yeah. I remember calling my mother and she was just like, Isn't why aren't you watching the movie? And I'm like, we got kicked out. And she laughed at me. She's like, wow, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, because they, they like, used to uh at the, the theater when I was a kid. Uh, we had the mall, and they didn't really patrol that much. Uh, I got kicked out like the little tiny places. So like, uh, um, uh, there was like a tiny little mom and pop theater, and the chauffeurs would like walk up and down with flashlights, 
and be like, yeah, what the fuck? This was a, why? This I was paid. a big AMC like, theater. But it's hysterical, though. So I was 15, and I got kicked out of watching Devotion. Or uh, Defiance. It was. Defiance, yeah. Devotion. Devotion. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Uh, and when I was 10 or 11, I remember my father bringing me to the theater to watch Team America, and nobody batted an eye. <laughs> like, oh, you're bringing your kid to see that? Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... You know, well, yeah. If, if your, par- if your like parents a, like, are there, they can't say anything. No, I know, but yeah, it's I like, know, but yeah. still, it's just like I, I literally watched Team America at like age eleven, like in the theaters, and I'll never forget, dude. I'll never forget when the sex scene came on. Oh getting my off topic, god! Yeah. The wow, whole theater yeah. was was riveting. Like that's something that else will die with us. Yeah, the, the, the feeling of being in a theater where everybody else reacts to the same thing. Streaming is great to a point, but like you really do miss that that. You can get that on opening day on a big on a on a big theater on a big like no. This was like week three. Yeah, you know, it's like it was such a shocking film, but you know, it's it's interesting how things you remember, you know. So I just remember like that theater shaking from laughter. (laughs) Yeah, no, I got I got thrown out of the film. I don't know. I got thrown out of. Oh God! I dream of genie. I know, I know what I got thrown out. I got thrown out of the second time to go see Beer Fest at the same theater in Vermont. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That was what it was. We went the second time. We went like this we went like four days after because we laughed so hard. We fucking love that movie. I watch it now, and it half of it's funny, half of it's stupid. My apologies. Get older. I um <laughs> we went there last time. He's like, you guys were here four days ago, <laughs> and I'm like. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like you, you. can't be in here, and I'm like, there's no one in here. You, you can't be in here. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Do you feel powerful? <laughs> Do you feel like a man? <laughs> that's funny. Yep. Now that's how times have changed. You can't get thrown out of a streaming fucking film from your house. So. No. No, only your mother can catch you watching pu- puppets having sex. So. <laughs> Great. That's that's a great quote. <laughs> Can't wait till that goes up on the on our YouTube. But well, I really I really feel like we you know kind of tag team this film, and uh, you know yeah uh, yeah really got all the points. So do you want to move into um, final thoughts? Yeah, let's let's move into final thoughts. I mean, I mean, I think this one's going to be just short because it's just two of us. But just, we can only talk for so long. Exactly. Sorry, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know. Remember to watch the fucking film, Mike. So, um, yeah, I mean, like you know, to to kind of hit all the points I think we talked about is like you know, this film is I think was a little bit of a nostalgia trip for me. Um, I think, uh, but it's hard to not let that influence my what I think of the film. Um, I think. A lot of things. So, so let me start with this: is that the things I really liked about this film. I really liked the, uh, for the most part, I liked a lot of the practical effects. I thought there were some really, really, really strong um, mix of practical and digital effects thrown in that really, really emphasized things that you don't really see that much because we still were in the dawn of CG is great, but we can get better with practical at this point. So they went a lot with practical. Um, and this stuff that they kind of kept 
that they had to make digital, they mixed it a lot with practical and mats and miniatures, and I think it did a really, 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 really good job. Um, but going into that, um, the I thought the 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 gunplay for the most part was pretty good. However, um, akimboing and sliding on ice, yeah, it's early two thousands. Um, <laughs> Owen Wilson movie. He screamed while he was uh, slow motion running, which happens in every single Owen Wilson film. If you watch Shanghai Noon, there's a big scene of that, which is one of my favorite movies. But, um, but yeah, I mean, like overall, I mean, is it early two thousands war action movie? Yes, and I, but it, but I did not hate it as much as I remembered. So. I, it's hard, but I, I think I'm going to give this one, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, there's just a lot of things I liked, um, but there's a lot of things I didn't like, you know, Gene Hackman fell forced, dialogue fell forced, but it's a very interesting plot line. And I think it really does bring to light to the normal uh, market of the conflicts of the Bosnian war. And I think it allows people to have, again, like we've said on every other movie, but have a launch point into getting a better understanding of that time period and that and whole conflict. Uh, so let's say 7 out of 10 Scream Mill Gibsons. Solid. You know, I mean, there's not too much I can really add on to um, your comment there, but it's, uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot better than I remember. And I say that in a good way. I'm not just being like, oh, I was waiting for it to be a piece of shit. But um, no, it was. I kind of, I kind of you know? was, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, to reiterate some things, it was a bit slow and cliche and annoying at points. Um, but overall, it's not bad, and it's definitely worth a rewatch. If this is a movie that you're like us, that TNT ruined it for you, you know, or just early 2000s TV culture ruined it for you, like you, you might want to take a step back. You know, just like if you got the time and what the fuck, it's uh, it's got cool guns. It's, it's got some interesting shots. It's got, you know, some funny things to laugh at, both things that should be serious and things that are made to be funny. So, you know, it's it's definitely worth a watch. And it's got this very interesting like viewpoint of a non-combatant being a combatant and their na- their naivety towards the situation they're in. Because like the guy handing in the blood shit. It's like, oh, well, I'm an American, so I'll get out of this, you know, and it's like, well, no, <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just a very interesting thing, you know, because in war, what is a combatant? You know, there's a lot of gray areas in that. So it was just interesting. There's not a lot of other movies that, that really take that, the casual aspect of you just got shot down, you know, like, what do we do now? Like in a funny way, not like in a, you're 25 clicks from Quezon, how are you going to live? Yeah, yeah. You I mean, know, like, like, I mean, that's that's the one thing with Owen Wilson's role in this. I didn't. I was. You expect Owen Wilson to always get, kind of deliver a punchline. Yeah, and he kind of did in that scene, but it was very war- correctly warranted. You know, I, I kind of like that. But it's, they were but it's like, human. I should, it's, I should have missed that missile. It's 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 humanized. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's and not. That's it's I, not. Zoolander caveman. When they man. take off. When they take off, is oh, I forgot he was in that. That's right. Fuck. <laughs> Wait, you really? Yeah. That's the whole reason I why quoted. I referenced it. Oh, I was bringing it up because it's just a movie at the time. But you're right. Owen Wilson is in Zoolander. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, 
How do we get the files out of the computer? <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, no, it's... Uh... Yeah, I really think that the second they take off is when the movie gets good. You know, I mean, there's some character development. So hot right now. Hansel. (laughs) Hansel. So hot. Hansel. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm interrupting you. Go. No problem. (laughs) Yeah. I have to deal with the neighbors. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely worth a rewatch, in my opinion. And um, there's not a lot I can add. But uh, my score, after a lot of deliberation, and I will say this, I might be a little bit biased because of nostalgia. But I give it a 7 out of 10, too. Um, it's not the best movie. It's not the worst movie, but it's a lot better than what we remember. I think. Yeah, I, and it I, just goes yeah. to show you have to watch a movie as it was originally made. You know, I mean, we're lucky. People don't know how lucky they are with streaming that you can get the original unabridged version of stuff. You don't have to sit through fucking Sham Wow, you know, and all those other bullshit. Flex Seal. <laughs> OxyClean. There. We're gonna, Oxy, we're, we're, yes. Yes. We're going to put yes. it in the times. OxyClean yes. and. Uh, what were the other infomercials? Like uh, the clapper? Uh, the clap the off. Slap, the slap clap chop. Off. The slap chop. <laughs> slap, no, it came a little later. You're going to love but my You know nuts. the Germans make good stuff. Um, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> uh, God, all the younger people are like, what the fuck the sh- is this? The sham wow. Yeah. It's like yeah. you didn't have to suffer. You didn't have you have your poop breaks. You know, you could just hit pause today. But. um Watching this film in its full entirety, you know, is just very, very interesting. Enjoy just... church gospel songs <laughs> on this twenty sounds of Rick James on this twenty six CD set. Only yours for nineteen ninety nine. Wow, kids! Yeah, seven. <laughs> and the moon and the stars they will shine. Not God, I don't remember. Oh my God, I feel like a boomer. Yeah, I feel like a boomer talking about this because this is literally like. You know, I was in first grade when this movie came out, but um, no, it's uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah, I'd give it a seven. So putting all of this into the computer that will tell us when the war in Bosnia will end. <laughs> um, and because there's only two of us, I'll say that it might be a little skewed again because we don't have all four or five, you know, things. But it's a uh, gets seven out of ten. So definitely up there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, totally worth a watch if you have nothing else to do at the very least. You know, it's uh, it's. This it's better than what th- we thought. This is what happens when the other two don't don't show up. We get the movies that we like higher, and that's fine. You know, <laughs> better higher than Hyena Road. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be I really, damned to let this fucking movie be higher than Hyena Road. <laughs> Walking away, I really feel like you know this is just a good case study in don't judge a book by its cover, and always give something a second chance. Yes. That doesn't mean that it's going to be good the second time around. But I feel like, you know, we both had very bad memories of this and it didn't come to fruition. You know, what we thought was going to be true wasn't. And uh, yeah, so rewatch these old movies that TV butchered for you, you know? I'm going to go rewatch True Lies probably because I bet you it's a different film than what I remember (laughs) in a good way, you know? Uh, Real, real quick to end on this. What's the movie you saw the most on TV? Growing up? Yeah. That's hard to say because TV like went, you know, every, it was like three year cycles of films. Because I remember when Shawshank Redemption was always on Spike TV. That's which very no channel true. It's not around yeah. anymore. Yeah. So it's hard to say, but what I remember most 
TV in the early 2000s, actually. They still it's have rest- they still have July 4th SPR on all day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what I remember the most about that time for TV, and this is off topic, is uh, wrestling. I remember WWE being on all the time. We weren't like a wrestling oh, family or anything. Oh, yeah. Good. What are you it doing, was also, brother? It was scripted. Don't get me wrong. But I remember when The Rock was... The cream on, of the crap. You know, he was like... <laughs> super big into that and i remember watching that like late 90s early 2000s uh, and i don't like wrestling but i just i remember that you know and it, was, it was something that was just on i guess oh hell yeah being on a lot <laughs> again films i'd say like true lies um, like how you're just completely was on ignoring all my fucking quotes thank you no i, I got your quotes <laughs> and i am ignoring them no um, but yeah so i feel like we really shot this one down 10 so, uh, minutes Ten minutes yep. of playtime. <laughs> Five minutes. Fuck, I forgot. The cream floats to the top. The cream floats to the top. <laughs> and on that note, thanks again for joining a Skeleton Crew episode of... Uh, Did your Skull boyfriend Butt? put you um, in that dress? God damn it. See, now you're passing. <laughs> what was the one that they made a big to-do about... Uh, Grave robber or grave the Undertaker, that's who it was. Bone saw is ready. Um, yeah, it would be the Undertaker, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh, Bo- you know what else? Bone saw is Spider Man. So, what? Commando. And they also played a lot of uh, oh god, um, Total Recall. <laughs> I watched Total Recall a ton. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, same, same. Turn off the air. Yeah, um, Running Man. See, that wasn't on too much as a kid. I don't really. For remember. me, I it was. Uh, I also, when I was growing up, I Netflix was just a thing, and we had it. Yeah, I remember, I dude, I watched so many films when I was like in elementary school. I shouldn't. Have. I remember watching Come and See when I was like in eighth grade. <laughs> like fucking. I some I uh to answer my own question. Clockwork Orange. I saw when I was like in seventh grade. Ew. Like I would just find out about these good movies and be like, oh, I should watch this. And be like, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, what's happening. I I don't know how I, to feel. <laughs> I uh I I think to answer my own question, honestly, probably behind enemy lines, and. Yeah, it was on the tongue. Um mainly on TNT. And then if it wasn't that um the Patriot was on Oh the lot. yeah. Um Hail our Lord and Savior Mel Gibson. And maybe SBR would never really be running that much. Braveheart. Braveheart. Braveheart was always on. Hail our Lord and Save Mel Gibson. Last of the Mohicans, Mohicans, too. They played a lot. Last of the Mohicans, too, as well. That is a long-ass movie with commercial breaks. Holy fuck. <laughs> Do you want, it, I'll tell you why uh, Star Wars Fourth Be With You Marathon takes all fucking days. Because one movie takes about six goddamn hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commercial break. Like, yep. every fucking ten minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I cannot watch movies on TV. I remember anymore. they played a lot of the early Star Wars films on TV, too, or the, the prequels. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. That, too. Yep. Yep. I would have to, I would have stuff. to say any war movie really, at least on the, on the channels that I was always getting, which is Spike, TNT, and uh, there's Bravo. 
um, yeah, you would you would time. have all the movies I think we just listed over I and over miss... and over and over and over and over and over again. We'll end it with this. I really miss this. I really miss watching Spike on Thanksgiving, the 007 James Bond. Movie. <laughs> that was always so much fun. <laughs> that and is I very really true. That. Yes, so do I. Like, yeah, you're with these people you don't want to because when you're a kid, you you know you you get thrown to the other cousins you barely see and stuff, and it's like, what's a medium where we all can just deal with each other for a few hours? James Bond. James Bond. You know what's going to happen. You know he's going to live. You know he's going to murder a bunch of people. You know he's going to fuck. And you'll see, and you'll see a you half need. a naked woman and sexual awakening yeah. comes out. And you see you know, a woman painting gold. And you're like, yes. yes. Aunt Karen, I don't care about your cat farm, <laughs> but I care about her tits. So we're going to get through the day. <laughs> Not at Karen's tits, get to but, the the gold, but the golden woman's tits. Yes. Exactly. We need context there from that statement. <laughs> We're watching the beginning of Gold Member. Yes, Gold yes, yes, yes. Octopussy. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> cool guys. We'll uh, we will see you next week. Yep. Wow. Fuck you, Mike Birch. Fuck you, Mike Gay. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out. Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs by the greatest voices of our time. once-in-a-lifetime collection. Time Life Music presents The Ultimate Love Songs Collection.